You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. Go out there and hit us up on all those social outlet medias. Outlets. You know, the outlet media outlets. You know, the outlets. Come on. The outlets, people. Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. We're there. Instagram backslash talking wrestling podcast. We're there. Twitter backslash at TNW pod. That's where we are. Uh, what else? Where else are we? We are on uh, Apple, Apple, uh, iTunes. Go check us out there. Rate, review, subscribe. We are also, um, on, uh, on where else? Uh, wherever popular podcasts are found stitcher. You can find us on there. I'm sure. Uh, you just Google us. We are on Spotify. Did you know that? We are on Spotify, which is more than I can say for me. I am not on Spotify in the U.S. because I'm still with a bad label trying to fix all that up. Hopefully, I'll have my album back on the U.S. Spotify very, very soon. Um, Yeah, so anywhere. We're talking wrestling. Wherever you can find it. Just Google us. We will find us. We are out there. So, and uh, thank you uh, for helping to grow the show. Uh, But let's get to it. We got so much to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's time to meet my co-host, uh, the man that you love the most. And, uh, oh, he's probably enjoying a bowl of cinnamon and toast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Reese Turner. Oh, buddy. How you doing? Doing pretty sweet, pretty sweet, <laughs> pretty sweet. Coming off a uh, a pretty good uh, WWE weekend, you know. We got uh, we got the Friday night Montreal show. We got the Saturday night pay per view. I thought there was a pay per view for AEW on Sunday. I don't know where that came into my mind, but instead, <laughs> uh, maybe it was. I heard AE AEW was on Sunday night, but maybe what I heard was. A&E is on Sunday night, as in A&E is back with uh, Wrestling Sunday Nights with the uh, Rivals and with the uh, the like the legendary, I don't know what they call it, the, the biographies. Yeah, so, the icons or whatever. Yeah, so they had the biography on DX, and then they had the, nice. uh, yeah, it was on DX, was it? Not? Oh, on the NWO, sorry, the Ooh. NWO. And then the rivalry was on Hogan and Andre, and it exceeded my expectations. I will say that. Word, eh? Yes. Uh, very, very good. I'm glad AEW. I mean, A. It's so crazy because it's like, it's, I, you know, I watch AEW, and then I watch A-N-E, and then I ate it, and then I eat at A-N-W. Something's got to give. It's too, too many A's, too many W's. Too many A's, too many E's, and too many W's, and too many and symbols. What is that called? <laughs> do, you, do you know what that's called? An and symbol? An ampersand. Fucking ampersand. Oh. I love ampersand. <laughs> Fucking I'll, I'll put your head in the ampersand, you stupid ostrich. Yeah, dang it. Um, all right. For those of you who don't know, Reese is from Montreal. And Reese, uh, Reese was there in Montreal. I so, was there. So let's get to it. SmackDown. What was uh, SmackDown like? So did you? Where everybody was? Everybody? Do you know anybody that went to see the Undertaker show on Thursday night? Yeah, I know a few people that went to the Undertaker show, and they said that there was some stuff that he really should kind of. You can tell it's not quite as polished as the other like wrestlers turned spoken word guys. Um, and he said that there was like a couple stories that he just shouldn't tell. You know, he told the story about how he worked Chris Canyon over with that chair real good in the face. Because that's how real men take it. 
or something yeah, like that. Pretty, right? much, for, no, pretty much was just like this. It's not because he was gay. It's I was protecting the business. Just don't tell that fucking story, Taker. How about that? Yeah. He, in his yeah. mind, it, it's right. And he's like, I have no business being gay. But you can't work soft. You know, he's got to be, I got to be extra yeah. stiff against this guy. I just, I couldn't, like, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that's not one that you, you, you include in your speaking tour there, <laughs> big guy. Yeah. Maybe you give that one a pass. Yeah. Uh, Next but thing I heard otherwise, he was okay, but he was a bit wooden. He didn't, and like the note that I got from people was he didn't seem that confident. No. He probably, yeah. we're not looking at The Undertaker speaking. We're probably looking at, a, a young Mark Calloway going out there trying to speak, trying to find himself as a speaker because yeah, you know he wants to become a pastor. I guarantee you because that's where fucking money is in preaching. And he wants to do, if the undertaker could become one of the greatest preachers, the guy that represented the devil for so long, but now has yeah. looked to the light. Oh my <laughs> Lord. Alleluia, fucking ya. Alleluia, Albano, as they like to say. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. But yeah, so that was like something, you know. Uh, but SmackDown, boy, the air was electric. It yeah, was electric. And let me just tell you, they did the best thing, saving Sammy for last there. Ah, uh, but that's when I knew he was fucked as well. Yeah, because he did not get interrupted. He did not get beat down. Nothing. They just let him have the moment. And it's and like I'm gonna say I was a little bit under the influence of several substances at the time, and like I was like this no, no, and but like everybody was so into it, and then like oh man, it was honestly it was magic, like the environment. I don't know what the WWE is thinking, not giving this guy the strap. They're setting Cody Rhodes up to get booed like mad, like he got booed in AEW. Now stand You're... by, Just stop, stop the press for a second. Did I'm you sorry. know? I'm no, no, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm on board with everything you're saying. I'm 100. I just got to stop the press to tell you this. Cody Rhodes, uh, they sold out of American Nightmare merch at the Ottawa Monday Night Raw because they didn't bring any. Like they, they only brought what they had left from Montreal. They didn't even bring anything for Ottawa, and there was an actual demand for you know why? Because they they didn't think Cody Rhodes would be over in the nation's capital of Canada, so they didn't bring any fucking Cody Rhodes shirts, not even knowing that Cody Rhodes has come by come has been to Canada and wrestled for the Indies, and the wrestling fans appreciate that shit, and those are the wrestling fans that want a new American Nightmare shirt. And they go to Monday Night Raw, and they don't fucking have any because they didn't think. Cody apologized on Twitter. I'm sorry. We didn't think that my shirts would sell in in Ottawa. Wrong. Next time, I will have them there for sure. Like, it was just like, fuck. It's just, how fucking funny is that? Like, they don't even have the confidence in their own fucking guy that they're pushing towards mania. Here's the thing. Cody Rhodes... I love Cody Rhodes, but he got he got booed out of a promotion that he helped start. Yeah, you want this to be your you want this to be your guy. Yeah, it well exactly, exactly. He got booed out of a promotion he helped start. Like and right now, what they did by having Sammy get fucking buried by Roman to go like for if Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns, I don't think they're going to get the response out of it they want. I think we had a moment in Montreal where they could have created a video clip that they could have re-ran for 75 years of Sami Zayn, the hometown kid, going over in his hometown, winning the biggest. That's a Shawn Michaels-level shit. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And the fact and they is, dropped the ball. And the, you know, the thing is, 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 um, is Sammy is a hunter guy. Hunter was the one who went and, and, you know, like Hunter brought them in. The, he, that's when he was running NXT. Uh-huh. And he was the one that pushed Sammy. And he was the – Sammy had the NXT title before Kevin Owens, I do believe. 
you know. Sammy, uh, but, a great worker. You know, oh, come on. Sammy is one of the best workers out there. Yep. This is no surprise. We've known yep. it forever. And, forever. and the fact is, now that you've seen him this last year, how entertaining he can be, I think he's surprised a lot of people and a lot of people's opinions are changed by him. And you know what? To, to go from the mousetrap to the main event at WrestleMania, fucking mm-hmm. right, man. Like, what a year. And you know what? I'm just, I'm so, I'm so fucking pissed. I, yep. You know what I wanted? I wanted him to win in Montreal that night. And then the next night on Raw, Roman shows up and invokes the fucking rematch clause right there on Raw. And he, and Roman wins it back in Ottawa the next night. That, yeah, I wouldn't have, I would not have minded that one stitch. That would because that way we got because everybody expected Roman to win, but everybody wanted fucking Sammy. Look at yeah. uh, like fucking just you fucked Montreal when you fucked Bret Hart, you fucked Montreal out of a fucking pay per view, and they have not went back and corrected it since. And who's responsible <laughs> for who's 100%. responsible and still around for the Montreal screw job that could write that fucking wrong? Triple H. Who? The guy that said, if he won't do the business, we'll do the business for him. Well, you know what, Hunter? You're a piece of shit then, and the fact that you stand by that to this day, you're a piece of shit now. You could have fucking had Sami Zayn won, and that would have been the best way to apologize to a city that you helped fucking cause 25 years of fucking anguish. All the people talk about is the fucking screw job. You think Bret Hart's the only fucking person that's sick and tired of it. Montreal is sick and tired of it. Canada is sick and tired of it. They had, like, yeah. For me, this moment, it's like, I get when you have a plan. I get it. But when something so organic springs forward, and it was, like, so organic, you know what I mean? Wouldn't it have been great if fucking Roman just fucking said, pin me? And called it yeah. in the ring because that was the right thing to do at the right time because the next night they just could fucking change it right back to whatever. They could do whatever the fuck they it's wanted. It's wrestling. It's whatever the yeah. fuck they want. But honestly, to, to miss out on a moment like that, you're just like, what are you thinking? And then to have well, them to come out the next night on Raw in Ottawa and now uh, we're get the. And he fights Baron fucking. Corbin, are what? you kidding me? Begin the burial. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Sam, Sammy, you deserve better than this, my dude. You but fucking like, deserve... Here's the thing. Oh. The fucking volume of that room, Casey, was reminiscent of Hogan and The Rock. Um, <laughs> and when Sammy Zayn got pinned to end that fucking pay-per-view, the oxygen left that room. Mm. WWE, like, isn't the general rule of thumb in entertainment, Casey? Send them home happy. Yes. What did they do? They did not send me home happy. They got me to a point that now when Cody Rhodes wins the belt, I'm a fucking boo Cody Rhodes. You know what they did? They fucking, the fucking journey came into the Montreal Forum in 1982 and played every hit. And just at the before for the encore, you thought they were going to play Don't Stop Believing, but they just stopped playing and they didn't come back out. That's what they got. Can you believe it? You can't well, believe can't, it. I can't. And it was, as somebody who was in attendance and somebody who bought tickets to both nights, I while the, the both nights of wrestling were overall very entertaining, Yeah. by having it end the way that they had it end, for me, I was like this. Fuck the WWE. Oh, and especially... And I said right out of my mouth, the very next sentence was, if this was AEW, he goes over. Well, you know, it's... Yeah, you know, and what were they saying? Oh, I was listening to... um, To... Okay, so Mark Marin had... When they went to AEW, went to LA, uh, Mark Marin did AEW... Had a, had Tony Khan on uh, what the fuck? He had Jericho yeah. on what the fuck, and then he had an episode with Eddie Kingston, MJF, uh, two other wrestlers, Brandon and someone else. So there's four wrestlers on what the fuck. But I've listened to them all, 
and um, and it's really great. And they, uh, but the guy that's on the show with with Mark Maron, who's helping him explain wrestling, even though Mark yeah. Maron was on um, Glow, yeah. uh, Maron said, "I never learned about wrestling because I didn't think my character in Glow knew anything about wrestling. He was a producer that was sense, coming to wrestling. He's so, a director. Yeah. So he goes. I go. So." I never knew because my guy never really learned about it. He always had other yeah. people around him that made him look better, you know? So I was like, so anyways, they talked about, and the guy said, well, look at, here's the thing. Um, AEW is a babyface organization, much like ECW was. Like everybody chants AEW, AEW, because usually the faces go over because that's the way it's supposed to be. And, and they're a baby face organization. Everybody loves them, like ECW. He's like, but WWE, since the Attitude Era, they're the heels. They're the heel organization. They're the number one bad guy. They're the corporation. They they got the evil billionaire. You know, like they've 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 made themselves the bad guy. So everybody's always going up against them. He's like, whereas in AEW, you just have better storylines because nobody's going up against the management. That's ridiculous, you know? And it's just like, but it was very interesting in point, um, you know, uh, just that in itself. Um, Yeah, so I am not, so yeah, I just think WWE, they need to do better. We are, you know, today is Pancake Tuesday when we're recording this, so... We'll probably release this on Thursday, so you'll already had ashes on your forehead yesterday when you're listening to it. And if you're, fucking, if that's your thing. what's that? Yeah, if you're putting, if, that's your thing. if you if you if you end your joints on your forehead like a fucking frat boy, or if you go to church and have a priest with a dirty thumb give you his uh, thumbprint, you know, um, on just a little cross on your forehead, whatever. It's all it's all up to you. But hey, seriously, like. We are 40 days away, less than 40 days away to WrestleMania. It is coming up quick. Yeah. 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 Believe me. Because uh, I've already, I'm like, I got four weeks, like four weeks of work after this week. And it's like, bam, 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 boom, mania. <laughs> you know? And not only that, the week before mania, I'm going to be in Calgary. I'm going to go to Bret Hart's brand new fucking restaurant. You're goddamn right I am. And oh, and I'm with uh, K. Trevor Wilson from Letterkenny, Squirrely Dan, yep. who is yep. also a wrestling fanatic. Yeah, good and, friend and good friend of the show, and he's famous, and wrestlers yep. love him. Yeah, I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping some of the Hearts and maybe some of the Billington brothers, maybe some of them go. The wrestlers come out to the show to see K. Trevor and me because we are the. Uh, we're the twin towers of wrestling when it comes to Canada, as far as stand-up goes. He's the Man Mountain, and I'm the uh, uh, the Maid of the Mist. I don't fucking I don't know. I gotta come up with something better for me. But yeah, yeah uh, you don't want to be the Maid of the Mist. No, no, no. Well, the the Canadian version is the Hornblower, which is even worse. <laughs> the Hornblower. Yeah, really not a great nickname, but sounds like a, a, a hobby in college, you know. <laughs> So, like, you're in a band and you're blowing horns all the time? Or? You're in a ska band. Yeah. All of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Like Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, so where do we go with Sami Zayn from here? We don't know. We know uh, maybe you can put him wherever you're going to do with Montel because he's going to be done for a while. What the fuck was that? No, that's, uh, that was just a thing. He's fine. Montez is fine. Did he, just, did he try to skin the cat on the top of the... Cage and then come down well, flat. The coolest like, thing I've ever seen in my life. Montez what was this? Ford, it is amazing. He is he like put a belt on him immediately. I think he is the bee's dick. This guy is the fucking best, bro. They definitely know that, and um, and it's and it's pretty cool. But uh, no, but uh, the other matches though, I thought the women's. Um, Elimination Chamber was better than the guys. Other than a couple big spots, I'll agree. Um, however, Logan uh, coming into the Elimination Chamber 
setting up the Logan Paul Seth Seth uh, Seth Myers yeah. match. That's a match I can get behind. I can get behind that too. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I like Logan Paul, man. I like his character, and that's why it looked like Montez got hurt was to allow Logan Paul to do that shit. Oh, so so I thought, I thought for sure that uh, he was really hurt in the oh, elimination yeah. chamber. So they just kind of brought him out and whatever and whatnot. Uh, yeah. pe- people are talking about, um, yeah, I just thought the the girls one had much more character and Oscar was fucking great in it and just, you know, Nikki Cross. I'm so happy they're allowing her to be crazy again where, yeah. like, just let her be her. Like, Well, they kind of, like, undid it on Raw last night. What happened on Raw? She acts that week because she sad that all of her friends went away and she's got no friends. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Get a doll. <laughs> Get a doll like Liv or, I mean, uh, Alexis Bliss. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, I thought that was so stupid. I will say also, Liv Morgan, very impressive in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, going out like a G. And the scene and the parts where, like, Natty would shove your like her head through the fucking chain links. That's yeah. crazy to me too. That's like insane. Um, yeah, I just thought the card itself. Oh my god, Brock and Bobby. Just uh, I Brock just Bob, yeah. I just love that Brock doesn't give any fucks about anything, and he just comes in and th- fuck this, this, fuck this, and he just reeks out. It's just great. It's great. It's great. Um, I hated the end of the match, though. You didn't like it? I, come on, you can't you can't disqualify a dick kick. Not in today's WWE. Yeah, exactly. I, I I disagree with that too. But Brock just likes to come in, not really put in a whole lot, and then fucking get the fuck out and uh, yeah, get get home before the getting's good. So yeah, I get it. I get it. But like the dick kick, I was like, oh come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, oh, Brock. I wanted to see some more people getting thrown around and shit. Now, and now we're getting a Brock Lesnar versus Omos at WrestleMania. Oh, 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 oh. Like, come on, man. Like, it felt like Vince McMahon got a hold of the book for the day a little bit. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see this year's Mania because this will be the first Mania without Vince McMahon. And this will, you know, and they're trying to sell the motherfucker. And, uh,. It'll be curious to see what happens. Batista is going into the Hall of Fame. They've just announced that. So maybe Batista will be around for a run-in or something. Who knows? But who But who would he even affiliate himself with? I don't even know. Like, where does he go? Like, does he do anything at all? Like, you know, I'm throwing out a lot of likes. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited for Batista going to be there. Uh, yep. Shit, what else? Shit, what else? Um, who, who else is going to be there? Uh, I don't know. It's just such a letdown that The Rock, you know, is busy with the XFL. And um, that, you know, I've only been predicting Rock versus Roman for like two and a half, three years on this show. And I'm so upset that it's not going to happen. You know, because if all places for it to happen, it should be happening in L.A. But, yeah. uh, mind you, uh, it's not. And, uh, no. and and I'm okay with that. But, uh, but you know, it should be. That's all I'm saying. It should be. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about that. That's how I feel about that. Um, did you... Uh, now, uh, what was I going to say next? Uh, did you watch any of the the legends or the NWO stuff or the? Uh... No, I didn't catch that. I was on the road. Well, Kevin Nash wanted to talk about the finger poke of doom, but then oh, yeah. they went to Hogan, and he's like, "Oh yeah, brother, the finger point of doom." And I was like, "No, it's the finger poke." So one guy's saying poke, and then the Hulkster's saying point. And <laughs> it's fucking it's Hulk Hogan, bro. The finger, finger point of displeasure. Uh, <laughs> on, Hulk. Yeah, maybe fuck. like the finger point is what you did in Hulkamania to the crowd. The finger yeah. poke is what Kevin Nash did to you in the NWO. He he's old. 
he's he's old. <laughs> um, the, the good thing about the Hogan Andre rivalry one is they actually showed you the beginning of Hogan and Andre him fighting in Japan when they were enemies and and through like in the late seventies and early eighties and through the AWA. And because uh, ever since Hogan came on, they always like used the big guy, so they put him up against Andre, and and it's just like holy shit, you know. And then Hogan went on to become fucking Hogan, and it, it was pretty good. It's it's uh, you know Andre didn't take a back seat to him, but he kind of did, which was kind of weird. But uh, you know, yeah. But wasn't he at the end of his career back then? You know. Well. Well, no, like when they started wrestling, it was like seven. Oh, yeah, when they started, yeah, sorry. But, yeah, but yeah. by the, well, they say he was like, they say it was at the end of his career. But the fact is, after WrestleMania three, he still wrestled till like, like 89, 80, like 90. Sure, like he wrestled like, he remember like even after he was done chasing Hogan for the title, he was still with Bobby Heenan. He still had to yeah. feud with the Ultimate Warrior. He still had a feud with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He still had a feud with Jake the Snake. He still had the tag team titles at the very end with Haku as the Colossal Connection, one of the greatest thrown together tag teams of all time. And, oh. uh, you know, although there's a lot of great thrown together tag teams, uh, my roommate Jeff and I were discussing that last week. Uh, Tag teams that just come together. That just come together or get thrown together. Like, for example, uh, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. They were very entertaining as a... I don't even know if they were a tag team or just a duo, but they were very entertaining together. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, obviously the Rock and Sock connection, but they weren't that great of a tag team, but they were entertaining. But then you have a tag team like, uh, you know... Owen Hart and anyone. <laughs> oh, I liked uh, one of my favorite things going for a long time was Owen Hart and Coco Beware. High energy, yeah. High energy, yeah. That's around when I first started watching wrestling. Was when they were a tag team. Yeah, so he was just in a makeshift tag team before that because they put him with Jim Neidhart in the New Foundation, and yeah, then he I went into it. high energy. And then after that... Okay, so I remember the new foundation, too. That's a lie. I remember the new foundation, too, and high energy. Well, you must remember the Blue Blazer as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. So that's what he originally came in was as the Blazer. And then yeah, but went... I don't remember him more as the Blue Blazer, you know what I mean? I don't... Uh, I remember him, uh, the Blue Blazer, coming after, you know, that's... Yeah, I don't remember. Well, Blue they brought Blazers. him back at the end. Obviously, okay. <laughs> they, yeah, they, but... at the very end, they brought him back. Um, <laughs> I know it's very sad, um, but yeah, nobody wanted him to come back. That was the thing. It was like everybody loves a reboot. Nope, not the Blue Blazer one. Nobody wanted it, but we got it. No, no, no. Like, I was loving what they were doing with the Blackheart character. That was the best, and you know, again. Shawn Michaels was supposed to uh, job to uh, Owen Hart at a, in your house and uh, and put Owen over. That would put him in Brett's level because Brett was gone, and that was the idea to move Brett into that level. But Hunter was like, don't do it, <laughs> basically. And, uh, yeah, talked him out of it. So it never happened, and uh, they never got to go on the path of making Owen into Brett's footsteps where yeah. he was supposed to go because uh why would they they don't need another brett they already got they're making the rock they and, they're making, and they're making owen and they're i mean they're making brett and they're uh, sorry they're making the rock and they're making austin and they're making all these wrestlers um actually i wanted to talk to you about this too um so mjf and we all love mjf but love but hey i joined tiktok last week I think maybe two weeks ago, so now I'm rocking and TikToking and and having a lot of fun, and uh, I'm just putting up short little videos. Uh, Casey Corbin, comedian, but talking wrestling is gonna start putting up some videos pretty soon, and uh, we have a lot of little videos, and then we can do a lot of pictures with a lot of voiceovers. We can do those. I can do those. 
Yeah. And so, so talking wrestling, TikTok, time's running out. Because talking wrestling, running out for you, is coming to town. And, uh, and yeah, everywhere. Um, so TikTok, t- the, the time begins. Um, but seriously, but okay. I saw TikTok and MJF. Yeah. One, he wouldn't let anybody, he was in the hotel and he wouldn't let anybody into uh, the elevator. The elevator <laughs> and, he, I thought that was and I was like, if that happened with me, I would be like, fuck this. And I would just go and get in the elevator anyways. Like, yeah. I'd be like, I, if I paid to be in that hotel, fuck, that better not happen yeah. to me at WrestleMania. Like, I'll tell you yeah. that right now. If he's in my hotel and he was like, this, you marks are, I'm like, I'm not a fucking mark. Fuck you. I'm fucking paid to fucking be here. Fuck you, MJF. No, punch your head in. Yeah. <laughs> he won't punch my head in. That would be the best lawsuit ever. That would be, be like so good. So good. Um, So, so good. Okay. So, anyways. I was watching an interview with him on Sam Roberts' show, from yeah. uh, and he was talking about Triple H being on the four Mount Rushmore thing, like one of the greatest four wrestlers of all time to be like if they made a Mount Rushmore, Hunter would be on there, and uh, so this is what he says about Hunter. Now, mind you, um, are we being worked? Like, mind you. A couple things before we listen to this. And by the way, I don't have the right to listen to this. So when I say play, I'm going to play it. You play it on your YouTube and then then pause it. No, there'll be a pause and then we'll come back and then you'll hear us talking about it. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, anyways, I'm going to queue up the video right now. And it's MJF on the Sam Roberts show, and it's on YouTube. And it's just a clip of uh, Triple H being on Mount Rushmore. Okay, so yeah. um, so this is uh, so this is it. I'm gonna play it right now. So hold on a second. Okay, so I'm gonna play this right now, Reese, and uh, they can't hear it. So uh, yeah, so this is here we go. Ready? I think. Why is Triple H for you so clear cut on that Mount Rushmore? That's Sam Roberts. Who is Triple H now in 2022? It's Paul Levesque. He's the COO, head of creative, head of talent. He's the guy running the show. If we were only talking about his wrestling career, Mm -hmm. I think he still winds there. You're right. I do. The Rock, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Edge, Brian Danielson, Randy Orton, Mm. Batista, Ric Flair, even, at one point, he, like, made all of these people. I'm forgetting names. Yeah. I am. I know I am. Yep. And it's because he was so incredibly hated that when he went through the curtain and entered that ring, if Wheeler Yuta was standing across from him, Mm -hmm. they would chant Yuta's name. Now, who does that remind you of? Yeah. I mean... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so so that's that. Hold on a second. Now we'll just hold on. We'll get the people back there, Reese. I, I played that. They didn't hear it, so that's good. And uh, yeah, okay. So here we go. All right, and we're back. And so so now that you've heard it, and then that we've heard it. Um. So Reese, what what are your opinions on that? Because I've got some opinions, but I would like to hear what are your opinions on that. You know, he's making some you know big claims about his his relevance and his importance, but you know, time will tell. He's you know he's playing a really good heel right now. Well, this is what I find funny. First of all, he's uh, Sam Roberts is definitely affiliated with the uh, WWE. Uh, he's uh, he does all the pay per views now. It seems he you don't see him showing up at AEW shows. Um, no. You know, but the fact that MJF is on a pro wwe show like sam roberts working with a wwe guy like sam roberts um you know and he knows he is a free agent in 2023 and he is playing this up big and you know so he i think he's buttering the bread of uh, triple h a little bit and paying some compliments in saying all of this stuff but 
A lot of it I agreed with, but a lot of it I didn't. And for starters, yes, he did make Randy Orton. And yes, he did make um he did make uh, Randy Orton. And yes, he did make Batista. And yes, at a time when Ric Flair had lost his consonants and bringing him in, into evolution, he did uh he did put over Ric Flair and got him his confidence back. And uh, Ric Flair's talked about that. But the fact that he put over The Rock, well, since when? When did he put over The Rock? Yeah. When was he in the position to ever put over The Rock? Never. Yeah, and also, um, I, I, I don't know. Let me see. He put over Steve Austin? Are you fucking kidding me? Brett the Hitman Hart put over Steve Austin at 100%. WrestleMania 13, and it was never the same. After that match, Austin, Attitude Era, everything was fucking boom from there onward. And Triple H was just on the ride. You were nowhere near. You had nothing to do with Austin's fucking success. It was all, Austin was already... When Brett got screwed, Austin was already the top guy in the fucking company. The title did not matter. Like, you know, like uh, Edge. How did you, when did he put over Edge? I remember Randy Orton putting over Edge. You know, like I don't remember the big Edge Hunter feud. Or I don't remember, you know, like. Uh, but I wouldn't really say that Randy put Edge over either. Like, you know, that was, Edge was over. I'll tell you who did, who Mick Foley did put over. Was uh, Mick Foley? I, I mean, Hunter yeah. did put over Mick Foley. Uh, but yeah, at the uh, New York Street Fight, and at the what was it, the Rumble one year, he got Mick Foley over because they're trying to get Mick Foley over, over, over because he was not quite over to be in the main event at WrestleMania, and then they finally put him in the main event at WrestleMania when it was like a McMahon per wrestler, you know. So, uh, you know, like. Uh, Hunter definitely put guys over, but most of the guys that he put over were his friends, and he buried other people, un- like for yeah, no reason. Back, like, there's very few people that have wedding records over Helms. He buried Sting at WrestleMania. Come on, yeah, you do exactly. all of this to bring Sting back so you can beat him at WrestleMania? Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Seriously, agree. Agree, a thousand percent. You know, like, just his, uh, Daniel Bryanson. Oh, yeah, he did help Daniel Bryan get over. But he buried him for two fucking years before that. It was the fans that chose Daniel Bryan. The fans got Daniel Bryan over. That's what the Yes Movement was about. It had nothing to do with, they didn't fucking plan that. That organically grew from Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, and the fans. MJF, I hope... You're not that fucking dumb, and you believe all that, because that's just a bunch of hogwash in my book. Yeah, honestly, I think, like, part of his character, right? I know it's part of his character, but you know what? I remember when he, didn't even, when he barely even had a character. I remember going to Smash Wrestling Toronto, and he was sitting there in the corner and looking at his boots because nobody was talking to him, and nobody was buying his merch because nobody knew who the fuck he was. And then a year later, he's on AEW. So anything can happen in a year, people. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. 100%, man. You're like, I don't know. Man, I, hey, it's a tough, if there's know. one good thing Cody Rhodes did, well, besides mm-hmm. his match with his brother at the first uh, All Out or Double or Nothing, the first one, but he is responsible for bringing Max MJF yeah. to AEW. Into the main screen. Into the main screen of things. And that is uh, great. But does he belong in Roman doing WrestleMania? I don't know. And now that we got Kevin and, and Sammy, what, what's going on? Are we back into the fucking... It's like we spent a year giving Sammy the best storyline of his career only to put him back into the fucking Kevin Owens, Sammy, Zane blender. Well, what are we going to do now? Are we back? We're back to where we started. It makes no sense. It makes no sense, fucking guy. And Hunter, again, going on about Hunter, 
Have you noticed that WWE does press conferences after their pay-per-views now on YouTube? Yeah. Who's that? Who do, what, it, what, but what? it looks like it looks honestly. It, it looks. It's it so funny. So Austin theories sounded so shit. I laughed. I laughed. Don't give if you're gonna do it. Don't give people like Austin Theory the mic to do it, bro. It was garbage. Austin Theory needs a mouthpiece because the kid is straight up hot garbage on a mic. Agreed. 100% agreed. Hot garbage. He looks great. Austin Theory looks great, but sounds like a fucking ham sandwich on a microphone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he can do everything, and he is just uh, garbage on the mic. And, just uh, a fucking donut hole. Oh God! But 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 like watching Hunter go on again about how this pay per view broke all the merchandise records and broke this and broke that and this crowd is so great and this that I was like yeah don't you feel like a dick to for for once again screwing them yeah like fucking you fucking dick you yeah. know uh, uh, <laughs> I love how yeah, we started complaining about make magic Casey and instead we took a shit in people's mouths. Oh boy! Oh boy! There was a good shitting in our mouths. Um, let's see what else is coming up. Uh, what else is going on? I'm trying to think about anything else that I've been following in the uh, wrestling world. Uh, I know that in a couple of weeks we got uh, Destiny Wrestling coming back to the Don Kolob. Oh, who's going to be in that? I think we got D-Bone Dudley coming up. Oh, oh, all right. There we go. That's I'll be good. checking out my buddy. I just picked up, reconnected with an old friend of mine, an old athlete buddy. Oh, yeah? Um, and I bought a Shinsuke Nakamura signed, eight, uh, a signed print, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Got a great price on that. But then he told me about the, that Destiny card. So I, I was like, yo, let me know. Let's do it. I'm coming. So That'll be go good. Sure. That will be good. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of what I got. Now, I know March 5th or something like that, there, uh, WWE is going to be here in Toronto, and uh, oh. Roman is on the card. He's on the road to WrestleMania. He's going to be here in Toronto on March 5th, uh, probably wrestling. That's what they'll do. They'll just wrestle him and Sammy will just go through the fucking house shows. No, they've got Sammy with, ten, uh, with what's his name, Solo Sokoa. Okay, well, that's yeah, all right. so dumb. Casey, literally, it's so stupid. None of it makes any fucking sense. It makes no sense, and I hate it. And I got so mad that my friends were making fun of me at the show. They were like, you're too upset. And I'm like, no, I'm just, you got, it, it's, it's dumb. What happened was dumb tonight. They wasted an opportunity to do something really good. It was dumb, but it's, it's to be expected. You know what? That is the great thing about the WWE. No swerve here. <laughs> yeah, we, we all knew it was coming. It's just we hoped it wouldn't. Uh, it's still the same bullies that fucking running the show today that they're running the show yesterday. That's it. That's it. Oh, but you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Sami Zayn, if you're listening, great fucking job. Um, we yeah, we love you. And uh, other than that, in other wrestling news, um, I've been watching the WrestleCon uh, board and seeing who's going to be all at the WrestleCon at WrestleMania. Now, yeah. mind you, um, there's Niagara Falls has a Comic-Con in, in July, and Bret Hart and Jesse Ventura are going to be there, as well as at uh, Chaz Palmateri, I think his name is. He's oh, the- Chaz yeah, he wrote uh, the Bronx Tale, uh, a Bronx Tale, which is a, a really great movie I like, and uh, yeah. so that's like three people that I want to see. So I want to somehow get booked into Niagara Falls around that time so that I can go. I mostly I want to meet Jesse Ventura and get a picture with him and get a. I have a PWI weekly uh, pamphlet that I used to get, and he's on the cover. It was like Jesse Ventura leaves the WWF. So I want to I want to get that autograph because it'll look cool, and then of course you know I like getting my pictures with wrestlers, and um, yeah, and then of course I've been going through my wrestling cards 
trying to figure out what wrestlers and what cards I'm going to get signed while I'm there. And, uh, yeah, very excited. And Jasmine St. Clair is going to be there. And I already messaged her that uh, I will be there as well. So I'll see her there. So we will finally uh, get our meetup. There you go, Casey. If she charges me uh, $60 for a photo, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> I'm like, I already got a picture of us together. We're on different Zoom screens. Um, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, anything else? Uh, AEW, I told you I got some more AEW cards, so you have some AEW cards coming your way. Uh, yeah, and uh, but I didn't get any. Um, I didn't get a signed card, and I bought like two boxes. And like the the best cards I got were uh, a Lance Archer card that was kind of cool. That looked like a pop out, like, and then another one was also a Thunder Rosa card that was pretty cool. So, yeah, but I didn't get it on autograph like the Sammy uh, Guerrero one. So. Yeah, whatever. Did but you buy a big box? Yeah, I got I got yeah, I found a place that they had the 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 boxes from two thousand twenty two dropped to a hundred and ten from a hundred and fifty. And uh and then the other one is dropped to three forty. I mean to one forty. The this year's a booster box, like of the the one that I got for one forty that time. Yeah. This one is down from three hundred to one forty now. So I bought two boxes, one forty and one ten, uh, on the weekend, and uh, yeah, I've been going through ripping packs and fucking tallywax. I don't know. I wish I had a better rhyme for that, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not the the acclaimed. He's not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a lover. I'm not a fighter. He's just a man. With a plan, a complicated man who no one understands but his woman. Uh, <laughs> the um, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. You want to see where this road to WrestleMania goes, and to see what happens at WrestleMania. I'm excited about AEW to see what they're fucking going on. Their pay per view coming up in March. Uh, see what happens with that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of great wrestling out there. So, folks, um, you know, Reese, what, Get do you watching. Got, what do you got go, coming up? What's going on? Oh, buddy. Uh, as we're ending off uh, February, moving into March, you know, I got some stuff. I'm not going to be out in Ottawa at the Laugh Lounge, St. Patty's Day weekend. Great, great uh, venue. Yeah, I got some shows, some fun shows coming up in the next couple of weeks. Got the late night session on Wednesday. I'll be at the Cannabis Canna Expo coming up. You, you. Yeah, man. Yeah, follow follow the Instagram r e underscore reese t and fucking keep up. Yeah, and I will be. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, I'll be in Kalamachi. That's up on Lake Huron, UFO country, as they call it now. <laughs> if you've been <laughs> paying attention to the end of the world that's been going on lately. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so that's uh, so that's uh, this weekend, but. Uh, uh, in the upcoming weeks, I'm uh, I'll be in Newfoundland second week of March. Uh, you know that's exciting. Uh, the neat cafe, the neat uh, out in Burnstown. We uh, we uh, I'll be there for uh, St. Patrick's Day show, and then uh, you know, and then we'll be uh, you know we'll be out at the uh, the laugh shop and uh, with K Trev, and then uh, on to WrestleMania. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's all cool. So just uh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Twitter, and uh, uh, yeah, get on Peter it. Man, you got to follow. It. Yeah, follow everybody. Just follow people. People like being follow followed. Strangers, follow Ex- Except get on it. don't do it on the street. Don't follow do people on the street. street. It's weird. Do just do follow do people it. from your desk or from your phone or from around a bush. With your phone. But also on the street. Just don't do it on the street. All right. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Follow <laughs> people on social media. Um, hey, uh, yeah. So that's all ex- exciting. A lot of exciting wrestling coming up. Very exciting. Uh, but uh, if you take one thing out of today, 
Hunter, ugh, whatever. Seriously, a year <laughs> wasted on Sammy. It's like yeah, you already you. made him a jackass last year at WrestleMania. You couldn't make him the best story of the year. And you, fu- you fucked up, bud. On behalf of Canada, you fucked up, bud. You fucked up, bud. Bud, you fucking took advantage of a good Canadian boy. Canadian boy. And you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, you know what else I learned before we sign off? The Rock, uh, at 37, he got his uh, Canadian citizenship. So he does have Canadian citizenship. I always thought he didn't. I thought he was ashamed of Canada. No, he loves us. He well, I, I probably got some sort of tax tax breaks or something like that. So, you, good idea to be Canadian as well. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, who knows? But maybe if he comes up in a film in Canada, he counts as a Canadian instead of an American. So he's not an import. So he counts as a Canadian. You know what I mean? Type thing. I love that. Can you know how yeah. Canada has their? Oh, there has to be this many Canadians in a movie if you're shooting up here. You know, like the way Canada is. That's the way Canada is, by the way. If they shoot a movie up here, you yeah, always you can always tell when you're watching a Canadian, uh, an American movie that's shot in Canada, when all of a sudden you see a guy that you know uh, walk through a scene and have one line, you're like, "Fuck, that's in Canada," you know, because yeah. yeah. uh, that guy works in a restaurant. I know, so you know, it's uh, it's always something like that. But <laughs> hey, Reese, uh, yeah. So follow Reese online. Follow me online. Uh, you know, and uh, thanks for joining us uh, here and talking wrestling. And we will talk at you uh, next week or not next week, next time. You know, when next time we like to take we like to take some time off in between shows. You know, we 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 show up when we show up. All right, so all right, have a good one. On behalf of Never Sleeps Network, Reese, myself, uh, have a good one, and we will talk at you later next time. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.